Hey, welcome to Hashtag Bucks, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast. This is Travis. Uh, Joe, who's normally my co-host, is unavailable to join us today. He's got some adult responsibilities. He's moving on in his life and his career. He's going to be starting a new profession, and he's learning the tricks of the trade right now. So he's unable to join us. Uh, he clearly prioritizes his future career more than he values this uh, podcast, which I think is kind of disappointing. But uh, I'm happy to say that I have a special co-host. Uh, he's a bit of a legend, I guess, a minor legend, like a, yeah, I guess a le- we'll just call him a legend. He's a legend on the Milwaukee Bucks subreddit on Reddit. He's one of the only people on Reddit who uses his entire name as his username, which is bold. If you ever want to find out anything about him, you literally just have to Google his name. Uh, It's my good friend all the way from Sydney. Is it Sydney you're at? That's right, Sydney. Sydney, Australia. Mr. Jethro Barnes. Jethro. For the record, I don't mind if you Google my name Radby on Facebook. I will suss you out and make a decision from there. Yeah, you know, I we have never met in person, obviously, because you're no, no. in Australia. But I think just from commenting on <laughs> on Reddit, within about uh, like a month, we're already friends on Snapchat and and Facebook. I've, you definitely are I've, not afraid yeah. of people coming to <laughs> learn more about you, are you? No, 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 not really. I mean, what like they have my name, that's no worries at all. It's not like they have my address or my phone number, which, if I'm being honest... At You'll some give that point, out. someone will find out. <laughs> I think I think you know it because you've sent me some stuff. Yep. Other than that, I feel pr- I feel pretty secure. I mean, you seem like a good bunch of guys, so should yeah. be, I should be pretty safe. Pretty yeah, safe. I can speak for for me. Uh, I feel like I'm a pretty okay person. I I, I don't think I'm gonna do oh, anything. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, mate. Yeah, I, I can't I can't speak That's for, for, other people for Joe say. or Alex or anything. Um, I'm excited to have you on because we had. Curtis Nelly on, who has a pretty strong Wisconsin accent, oh, and yeah. then and then we had Alex Hopper on, who has a nice uh, Tennessee. Oh, I, missed, I yeah. missed Go Bucks. Yep, he has a Tennessee slash. I don't know nice. if it's like a Cajun accent. I don't really I know the Cajun. accents that well. Yeah. But and now we have the Australian accent, so I feel like this is a multicultural podcast. So it's nice to have you. It is. This is the most multicultural podcast in existence. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not just the record Bucks. shows. Yeah, not just in Bucks podcasts. Probably all podcasts. I think this is probably the most accepting and the most multicultural of all the podcasts. Yeah, and I'm keep glad. in mind, there is a lot of podcasts out there. Yep. So, it's, this a, is... it's a pretty bold statement, but, you know, bold doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. Yeah, and we have, what, three accents? I mean, that backs it up. Oh, yeah. Numbers don't lie, man. Numbers don't lie. 30,000 views. Soccer player hitting the nuts. <laughs> Yeah, before we were recording, uh, Jethro was telling me about uh, a video on his YouTube page. Uh, it's public. It's public. <laughs> well, we first were talking about you and your friends playing Dungeons and & Dragons and, and recording the whole thing and putting yep. it on YouTube. I went to your YouTube page, and I found something. It's actually, you know, content-wise, it was kind of offensive, but the story behind it's pretty adorable. Little baby Jethro... Uh, filming the TV, which I don't think you had the written expressed approval of. No, it's completely bootlegged. <laughs> he, 
he is filming the TV and he films a soccer player get hit in the nuts by one of his teammates. I'm not I don't want to say, you know, hit in the nuts because you know, it's a little inappropriate, but that's literally what the video is called. It's soccer player hitting nuts. And yep. yeah, you get some nice commentary from little baby Jethro. How old did we think you were in that one? Uh, we established it was 12, so seven years ago, um, but before my birthday, so 12. Yeah, so you get a little, nice little prepubescent uh, yeah. commentary <laughs> from Jethro. Like, oh, nice yeah, I got, he got it in the nuts. So that's, kind of more, <laughs> that's, more, that's kind of a bad accent, but, you know. I, that's all right. I'm doing my best. Um, Your Jethro. best is all I can ask for. Yep. Yeah. I <laughs> see I know that Joe's probably listening to this podcast and he's probably thinking like, Well you guys talk about the Milwaukee Bucks already, but uh he Joe's not here, so we're gonna talk about Joe's gonna about have an Joe. aneurysm by the end of this. Yeah, probably. If if we go like the full thirty or forty minutes or however long this lasts and we talk for the talk about the Bucks for about twenty percent of it, I think we've done pretty That's good. a success. Yeah, I know I That's I don't know bad. what he expects. If he wanted a full Milwaukee Bucks podcast, he would have joined us. But, you know, like this I said, fault. yeah, he has his priorities. Right. And, you know, he left Mom his and dad are out. out. It's time to do what we want. <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe is both mom and dad, too. In he's, this he's like a clownfish. He can do it all. <laughs> that was good. Like Nemo's, Nemo's dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so that's Jethro. Uh, yes. If you, if you want to know anything more about Jethro, he's honestly an open book. Um, Just ask, know, fellas. I'm I'm 27 and he's almost 20, so it would kind of be a weird relationship for us to be talking. But Jethro clearly has like no ba- no boundaries and no like no no walls. So no. So reach out I, to I, him. I, I I know I know what's appropriate and what's not in terms of what to tell people, but you know, no one's asked me for any serious personal info yet, so. Judging I mean, by our conversations, I'm not sure if you do know what's appropriate and what's not. But, you know, I'm not going to judge you for that, so. Can we put it down to cultural differences? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, am, cool. Then, yeah, it's, I haven't crossed any boundaries to my there's knowledge. A, there's you a whole ocean mind. that separates us, man. We have the Pacific Ocean. It's the largest of the oceans. And Fun you know, fact. Yeah, fun fact. I don't know how, how big it is. I was actually thinking about this the other day, which is kind of embarrassing because I feel dumb. How many oceans are there in, um, in the world? Oh, God. I Well, see, here's the thing. I hate boats. I don't go on boats, so I don't know much <laughs> about the ocean. <laughs> I, think there's um, fi- I think there's five, right? Probably. So Indian the... Ocean, Pacific yep. Ocean, um, Atlantic Ocean. Uh, isn't there, like, the, some, the South Asian Ocean or something? Well, I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's... I, look, okay. I just drink the water. I don't go on it. <laughs> so there's the Atlantic, the Pacific, the Indian, the Arctic is another Ooh, one. Oh, yes. Um, yes, the cold one. So I just Googled it because I'm a millennial, I guess, and I, anytime I have a question I don't know the answer to, I immediately Google it. Nothing wrong uh, with that. The fifth one, Southern yep. Ocean is what it says. Southern and I, Ocean. And I feel like okay. that's... And I feel like that's not right, because I don't remember learning that, but it's also known as the Antarctic Ocean or the Austral Ocean. So oh God, Joe is about to slap himself in the head. <laughs> Joe, as we've established in the past, is very, very bad at geography, so he might he might really appreciate this. So. Oh, okay. That's not so bad then. Yeah. Well, you're welcome, Joe. <laughs> okay, Jethro. Let's, yep. let's talk about... We talked about 
we touched, down a brass tax. <laughs> we let's get to the reason that people download this podcast, and it's yes. not just peer pressure, and it's not f- just me and Joe. It's not to support the community. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's because they come here for the hard hitting analysis. So, yeah. And uh, this week, me. <laughs> this week, they're going to have to put the hard-hitting analysis um, on hold. Yes. Um, so, Jethro, as an Australian person, uh-huh. uh, you thank, <laughs> thank you for for playing along. Uh-huh, yeah, as if what I I'm going to say I had is... I to clarify. <laughs> is, like, what I'm going to say is interesting, but I, I can guarantee you it's not. Uh, you're right. a fan of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, big time. Big time, yeah. So Big time. So as an Australian, where they're you know basketball is obviously a secondary sport. I think it's actually like only the only like, not even top five most popular. Maybe it's just cracked it, but I yeah, don't so. I don't I don't really know anything about how successful basketball is in Australia. I know that they have a, a basketball league, the NBL, but I can't even watch that. I'm gonna the be NBL. honest with you. The NBL, okay, and that I. The only thing I really know about the NBL is Joe Ingles played there. I didn't even know that. Briefly. That's how, much, that's how little I know about it. I know Cameron Bairstow, he either played or currently plays there. But he was in the Chicago Bulls for a bit, but he's um, he's bad. So <laughs> He's he's out of, the, out of the league, I think. Actually, he's out of I, the NBA for sure. So now that you said that you don't know if he played there, I'm not really 100% sure if he played there, and now I feel dumb if he, Th- if he That's didn't. all right. Oh yeah, he okay. He played for the South Dragons of the National Basketball League, which, according to Wikipedia, is defunct and is no longer a team. So that's probably why I didn't know. Yeah, and it was two thousand, and they ended in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So as we've established, that's a little bit. You would have been about nine, I think. I would have so. been about nine. I I wasn't into basketball when I was nine. I got into basketball when I was honestly probably. It was towards the end of my high school career, so it would have been in ninth grade, so uh, 2013. And, and what, um, what kind yeah. of spurred that love for basketball? Uh, my brother was seven foot and I needed something to do. Okay, I was, <laughs> I was, <laughs> was going to... Okay, I've seen... If, if you follow Jethro, you know about his, uh, his Thon Patrol, which we'll get into oh, that yeah. in, in a minute. Uh, Jethro's... Uh, inter- intramural basketball team is that is that what it is? Yeah, it's or... like in a, it's in a social league. Okay, so I know and I've seen his name's Callum. Is that right? Callum, that's the Cal- one. Callum Barnes. I wondered because you guys have last names, so I just assumed that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he was your brother, so he's seven feet tall. Yep, seven foot. He I don't know how much he weighs, um, but everybody describes him as a unit because he's a big old boy. Um, he's been going to the gym for like seven years, so he's quite large. You cannot stop him physically. Good luck to you. And that's your your younger brother? Older, by Older one brother. year. Okay, okay. And so he was just this behemoth. And so you kind of, yep. when you have, when you are seven feet tall, they kind of just force you into into that's basketball. Right. And when you're the brother of someone who's seven feet tall, you kind of end up there too. I also um, I'm gonna I I did enjoy it when I did start picking it up casually. Um, I had quite a knack for shooting, I'm going to be honest. I'm still the best three-point shooter out of all my mates. Um, and that's a fact. My record open shooting on a court is 13 in a row. There you go. Nice. So, you tell me. You tell me how good I am. That's but modern yeah, no, NBA, I, I, I love, too. Um, I love just, like, skill-based stuff, you know? Like, you look at a lot of sports, like, 
you know, rugby or soccer. And there are skills, but basketball has a lot of very intricate sort of skills. You know, there's dribbling, there's shooting, there's passing, there's vision, there's IQ. There's a whole bunch of stuff that, to me, is interesting. Like, I get into a lot of knacky sort of stuff. Like, you know, guitar is a lot of fun because um, it's dexterous. There's a lot of things to do. Um, cardistry, which you've seen. Yeah, I mean, I don't really do myth. that as much anymore, but... You know, that's a very technical sort of hands-on thing. And I feel like, yeah, from an athletic standpoint, basketball was just the next natural progression. It was just a lot of fun to me because there was a lot to learn. There was a lot to practice. I could, you know, do the same thing for a while and not get bored and get yeah. better. I really like that about certain things. So he's he's seven foot. Yeah. You are... I'm six are foot, but I'm still growing at the moment, according to my doctor. Okay, okay. So I'll probably... Because I'm not even 20, so I'll probably stop growing about 23. At, uh, I don't know how tall. I'm told maybe 6'4 when I'm finished growing, basically. Okay. Given I eat properly, but, you know... Yeah, you've got that classic seen. that classic late bloomer body. Yeah, because up until year 10, I was only 5'8". Okay. And then in the last two years, I've grown to 6 foot, and then it's just taking off at the moment, so... Yeah, I stopped growing when I was about 15, and I, I ended at 15. At five eight, so uh, Damn. that's that's where oh. I remain. Yeah, so uh, basketball was never something that I played at a very competitive level. Uh, yeah. In case you can't, I have I'm short, and with that comes usually kind of small hands. So basketball is not really anything that I'm good at, but it's pretty much the only sport that I care about. So hey, it's fun. Yeah, it's it's fun fun to watch. I play with. Oh, my, okay. <laughs> I play with my girlfriend regularly. Yeah, I play with my girlfriend oh. regularly, and she. Uh, she played in no, high school. In high school. Oh, for you, real? Yeah, she played in high school. Oh, wow. Uh, and she was, she's good. So, like... Oh, yeah? She's shorter than me, but she still just, like, every single game just kicks my ass. Like, it's not... It's... Like, I'm in such horrible shape that we'll play half court, and I'll have to take breaks, and she's just, like, almost embarrassed of me, and then she'll, like... <laughs> she'll put me on skates and cross me up Ooh. and hit, like, step backs and... You're like the only person to ever admit you've been put on skates and demolished in basketball by a woman. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... No one else will say that. I will totally... She is about ten times the athlete I am in just about everything. She's good at at baseball and softball, and she's fast and can run, and I'm I'm just... I don't... I'm just a short, fat guy, so... Uh, ah, I do. I do the best I can. Yourself, now, I'm, I'm. I like to do my Matthew Delvadova. I like to. I just try to out hustle people. That's uh, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. My mate John, um, you know, he's not a stellar basketball player, but he he plays some really good defense on Thon Patrol. So that's why I got him on the team. You know, I think he's aver- He was averaging like five steals a game for a bit out of nowhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. The there scrappy, are, the scrappy of, like, white guy that gets steals. Yep. That's yeah. what I, I'd always get the steals, and then I'd have this breakaway for a, a layup and then i'd get nervous and usually i wouldn't make the layup uh i will say hey, man, though step by step she tries to body me in the paint sometimes and that that doesn't Ooh. work out for you i'll back her down and 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 uh put it up for a little hook shot a little baby hook. oh yeah and it, it goes in but she has she can't possibly defend that because i'm just i just outweigh her by a comedic amount so she has no chance when i when i play that old man ball but bucket's a bucket bucket yeah bucket is a bucket and she's gonna hit threes anyway and it's not gonna matter in the end so i'll get as many points as i can and just hang my hat on a seven point loss that's basically the best i can do better than a 13 point loss (laughs) exactly we usually only play to 11 but uh ah yeah so uh jethro the the how do you end up 
you know, you get into basketball because you have this monster brother. Yeah. Uh, what happens that leads you to becoming a Bucks fan? That's a great question. So I Thank remember you. The, I, I've told this story a couple times. Um, I've told it. I remember it well. Uh, so basically, it would have been. It was either the very last season of the red and green uniforms or the very beginning season of the new ones that we've got, the cream and green looking things for Adidas at the time. Um, and I went to my grandma's place just to see my grandma and whatnot, and I was there with my brothers and all that good stuff. And um, she has Foxtel Sports, so for those who don't know, Foxtel is like TiVo, the pause, rewind, and record TV and stuff. Which I learned tonight in, yeah. the, in the Hit in the Nuts video conversation. Yes, yes. Um, and so she had the Fox Sports channel. Uh, and so we were watching, there was an NBA game on, it was Bucks and Cavs. All I knew, oh, you know what, it would have been, it was the first year LeBron went back to the Cavs, because this, okay, because all I knew about the NBA at the time was, um, hey, this LeBron guy, he's a bit of a dick. I'm wrong, by the way, he's a wonderful man, I'm told now. I, rec- <laughs> I recognize this. But I was under the impression as a, not even a casual fan, that he was just some sort of arrogant, you know. You were a hater. Look at you were just look, a I hater. Was a, I was a LeBron James hater, you know, but only because that's all I knew. Yeah, I was into basketball, but not at the NBA. That was the kind of stage I was at. And so the other team was this just this obscure green team with a, a city name that I had no idea what it was. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I, you know, I was like, well, this is my analysis of the game so far. I don't like LeBron because I'm told not to like him. The other team doesn't have LeBron, and the other team is green, and green's my favorite color. There you go. So what's going on here? I'm like, all right, let's go Bucks. You know, and I'm watching the game. I think we won in overtime that game. Don't know who the players were. I didn't know anything at the time, but I was very excited when we won. Um, and so I went to school a couple of days later because I think that was on a Friday. So it the following Monday, I had some mates who were into the NBA, and I was like, "Let's go Bucks!" And they were like, "What are you, huh?" And they're like, "Also, I was like, well, I saw a game, and I'm a Bucks fan now." And they said, that's a terrible choice. <laughs> and I stuck to it ever since. And, hey, look where we are now. A perennial eighth seed. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't have made a better choice. Yeah, they uh, they gave you some, some insider information that you just chose to ignore. They did. They did. Um, but you know what? Insider trading is illegal anyway, so I'm yeah. glad I didn't take that knowledge. Exactly. Looking at you, and Zuckerberg. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today if I'd followed any other team. You know, I wouldn't be... Yeah. Um, on this podcast, you know, people wouldn't know who I am. I wouldn't have made a Reddit account, you know. So yeah, and the world would have been deprived of all your the hot world takes. Would be yeah. So basically, I made the perfect choice. <laughs> you know, it was it, being a Bucks fan was fate. Yeah, I agree. You know? I think so too. I'm I've never been to Wisconsin, so when Neither I tell have I. when I tell people that that uh, I've never been to the Wisconsin, they're always like, "So why well, I, why I Milwaukee?" Get the looks. <laughs> I, I, I wear, like, one piece of Bucks merch every day, and it's usually my hat. And there's one time on the train to the city going to work, and some lady gets on the train, and I've got my headphones in, so I'm kind of ignoring everyone. And she starts staring at me as I get on. I'm like, what are you looking at? And she, she like, signals me to take my headphones off. I'm like, how can I help you? What do you need? And she goes, is that a Bucks hat? And I was like, it absolutely is. Why do you ask? And she goes, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> oh, no <laughs> I've kidding. I've seen one of their games, and I was like, in my head I was thinking... 
well, they don't play for Michigan, but that's nice to know. <laughs> and she goes, are you from there? I go, I've never even left the country, ma'am. And she goes, oh, that's a shame. Well, I like your hat. I love basketball. <laughs> I was like, that's good to hear. Have a nice day. That's and that awesome. was it. But people are always so confused about why I follow, you know, a small market team from the Midwest. You know, it's because it's a green team, guys. Yeah. It's green and it's not the Celtics, so... Yeah, that's that's the most important thing is when exactly. de- when determining if you want to be a fan of a team, the is first the question you should probably ask is is it the Celtics? And if it is then just no. Don't don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't um do it. yeah, you know, we went to see the Bucks in LA cuz I you know, I live in California. Um mm. so we went to go see them play the Clippers last year and the Clippers, I don't know if you know this about the Clippers, but they ha- they play in the Staples Center. Just like the Lakers, but they actually have. I m- did know that. Yeah. They have more seats. What? Yeah, it, it's it's kind of weird. Why? I think it's I think just the way that it's set up, the Lakers have more like, I don't know, they have like a facade or they have like decorations or something that take up a bunch of seats normally. So Clippers tickets are significantly cheaper, and awesome. And you know the Lakers are still king. Even you know they're they're horrible, but they still are ten times more popular than the Clippers. Do so, they leave the banners up when the Clippers play, like all the Kobe <laughs> jerseys and everything? Uh, so when the Clippers play, they have yeah. they cover up the the Lakers oh, banners with because the Lakers have like championship banners. Yeah, the, yeah. The Clippers have banners of just like the entire roster. So, <laughs> so <laughs> they got the, banners that say, "Hey guys, we tried. <laughs> we are relevant." No, they have. You know the front made it to the NBA. front centers like uh, DeAndre Jordan is. You know, obviously that's what it's like now. Now that he's yeah. the last remaining big name there, but DeAndre Jordan, and then to his left is like Austin Rivers and oh, Danilo Gallinari. But it's a so, it's a it's a steep and gradual decline from DeAndre <laughs> Jordan onwards. The banners, it's like, oh yeah, DJ Austin Rivers, yeah Williams. By the end of it, you're just like by the end of it, you're just like. Is that like the equipment manager? Who are these guys that are on yeah, this banner? I don't really know who they are. But the, cl- <laughs> that, the point the I was man? trying to... Yeah, except it's, it's the mayor of LA. What is he even doing on there? Um, Special yeah, quest. So we went to the, the Clippers game, and I'm wearing my Bucks gear, and my girlfriend's wearing my, you know, her Bucks gear. Yeah. And people kept going up to her while I was in the bathroom or away. I don't know what I was doing, but they came up to her and were like... I was like, oh my god, she was on the phone, like, are you, are you from Wisconsin? And she tells him no, and it's, like, hilarious, like, so it's, I can't even imagine, like, at least I'm in the same country, but to, like, show up wearing Bucks gear in, like, a country where the NBA isn't even, you know, a big deal, and then to be a fan of such an obscure team like the Milwaukee Bucks. People uh, don't even know what a Milwaukee is down here, people keep asking that, like, What's Milwaukee? I go, you know what? It doesn't matter anymore. Just be quiet. That's my <laughs> default response. It's, it's like, I don't have the time to get into this with you. I, I just talked yeah. to Travis about it for 10 minutes, so I don't have time I to I tell you to this, you though. One time at work, I did serve a Phoenix Suns fan. Um, he saw my phone background. It was like Giannis or Chris or something at the time. And I was serving him, and he's like, oh, Bucks fan. I go, yeah, man. What are you, what, who are you following? And he's like, the Suns. It's like, <laughs> ah, Yes. And then I just kind of jabbed him all day, or all the whole time I was serving him about, we took Bledsoe from you. So yeah, that was good fun. Anytime that you're you, you're feeling depressed about being a Bucks fan, just remember it could be worse. You could be a Suns fan. Oh, you could be a Magic fan. <laughs> this is, 
Uh, it's good to be a Magic fan when you play the Milwaukee Bucks, as we've learned from uh, oh, last week. Last week's yeah. game. Uh, I don't like we said. I don't remember if we talked about that on on the uh, last edition of this podcast. But my uh, preference would be we just pretend that that didn't happen and and move what on. Game? Yeah, exactly. So as an Australian who's a yes. fan of the Bucks before you know before Matty Dellavedova and before Thon Maker, like what and before Giannis took off. And, and I'd before, like to yeah, say that's the big Giannis. one because all the gear is sold here. That is all the gear sold here is Giannis gear. It's becoming a bandwagon trend. I've seen yeah. two dudes wearing Giannis jerseys both times. I've said, nice jersey, and they don't even know. They don't acknowledge <laughs> me. They don't acknowledge me. I was kind of sad, but that's all right. Might be for another reason. Maybe. I mean, it's probably because prob- probably because I was in my work uniform, they think, who's this fucking guy? But yeah. Yeah, he'd, he's going to talk to me about Giannis and then try to sell me a phone or something. Exactly. And, it, and then he's going to be rude about it and make fun of my team like he did with that Suns guy. Yeah, they, everybody knows it's the words gotten around town. The Suns guy got bullied at Optus. <laughs> yep, just avoid that. Avoid the Bucks fan that works at that place. So, how yeah. did you how did you feel when uh, when the Bucks brought on a couple of your countrymen to play? Uh, that was probably a top five day in my life, mostly because when I saw the signings, I hopped onto the group chat with all my mates, and I was like, boys. We got Delhi, and my mate's yeah. a Cavs fan, and he was so upset about it because it's like, well, who the fuck's got back up PG now? And so I was just, you know, rubbing the dirt in his face because Delhi was so good on the Cavs. It's a different story now, um, but at the time it was a lot of fun. Plus, I was, I, it kept making me think like, okay, there's a very good chance of an exhibition game for the Bucks in Australia, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And they got that Team USA versus the Boomers thing. I, the tickets are already sold out, so I can't go. Um, but you know, it was it was very exciting. There's it, there's a huge fascination with Australian athletes in American sports in this nation. So yeah, I don't know if you guys remember the San Francisco 49ers signed a guy called Jared Haynes. Oh, I remember the NRL the, the Haynes train. That was the Haynes train. He was on the news every night for like three months, and it was before the season started. It was like Jared Haynes makes waves at training camp today by running the ball 20 meters, but then being told by the coach he's done something wrong. Or <laughs> it was just irrelevant news, but you know, it was, it was a big deal down here because America is this. Well, to us, it's this huge media conglomerate, and there's everything. They got Wendy's. They got. But they got fucking in and out they got all the superstars and all our celebrities go yeah. there you know i love the wendy's is the, is the first thing that comes, comes uh, i mean i only about. said that it was wendy's the first thing that came to mind because i was looking <laughs> up what the fast foods are in america and kind of mouth watering over the menus and i saw <laughs> wendy's and it sounded pretty good but yeah i was on the haynes train man i i watched him You're in the season and i thought like this kid's gonna be a really good return guy and then he was, you know, he yeah. had a bunch of touchdowns early on in the preseason. I think he scored in week one, and then, you know, he didn't even make it through the year without being cut. So I, th- uh, I think the best part was when he came back, um, he wanted to sign with his old team, but he didn't because they didn't want him to. Wasn't he I really not that good in in rugby? or? No, was he was really good. That's oh, okay. why he wanted to go to the NRL because he was a quick boy. He was, you know, fast and strong and, you know, Knew his way around the game. He was very impressive to watch. Um, but then he's like, I want to go to the NFL. And everyone's like, all right, see ya. Bye. And then he's on the news. And then he came back. Yeah, bye. And then it was just like, he brings his head back. You're hanging his head in shame on the news. That's but he's great. trying to pump it up like, oh, rugby was my true love all along anyway. But <laughs> actually, he got cut. So, it's, I don't know. Australia, it's, it's Australian athletes and celebrities who go to America, man. That's just the craze down here. 24-7. Yeah. It's the yeah. fad that never dies. 
Yeah, I mean, you think about it, you have to think that almost every, you know, except for soccer, the best leagues in the world are pretty much all exclusively in the U.S., So, or at least yeah. North, North America. So, uh, yeah, I, I could see how that would... Like, I'm from Montana originally, and any nice. t- time someone from Montana, like does anything good in sports like it's it means everything to me like oh yeah like dan carpenter was a kicker in the nfl and he made the pro bowl one year and oh, hell yeah that's that's the all-star game right yeah exactly gotcha. and so he gotcha. made he made the pro bowl and he had like a, a 10-year career in the nfl which is pretty much you know in- incredible to me um and then there's a guy named uh um whose name escapes me now that i'm on the spot but you know it's not a big deal (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know unfaithful uh, to your nation hold on let me find it real quick all right well while 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 you're looking for that when an australian athlete from sydney goes to the usa now that is even bigger um especially with thon maker so I, th- I think, I don't know if they still do it, but whenever they do the player introductions at Bucks home games, and it's like they're listing the players and where they're from, they say Thorne is from Sydney, Australia. He was here for a couple of months. Yeah. That's it. He's actually from Adelaide or something. Um, so when they say Sydney, oh, mate, the house comes down. So he's a fraud. He's a, he's a fraud, but, you know, we're getting credit for him. So. <laughs> it was uh, Mark Mariani was his name. I find it really ah. weird. I couldn't, I couldn't think of his name because when I was, I went to his rival college and, and watched him play. You oh, yeah. know, I went to Montana state and he played at Montana and I remember cursing him out a couple of times as he made <laughs> clutch plays and embarrassed us. But Mark Mariani, I feel bad that I didn't remember his name. I follow him on Instagram even, but, uh, oh, I man. I, I, oh. if, if I was Joe, I'd edit that out. Cause he doesn't like have, you know, having to pause and, and think about stuff, but I'm like, I'm dumb. I forget things all the time. So I, so That's I'm, right. I'm totally fine admitting that. My one of my coworkers actually, um, for when Thon was in Sydney, he played for the Saint George. I think it was like a high school team or something. My mate played basketball with Thon Maker on the same team. Was um, did Thon dominate or? Yeah, was... oh yeah, he's fucking. He was a dong shaker, mate. He was killing. He was great. <laughs> but he played with him, um, and he's he's told me all the stories, and I was like, that is surreal. What the heck? So were you a fan of Thon Maker beforehand? Because I, I guess ah uh, no. Okay. I didn't. I, I'd known about him before he was drafted. I'd seen the mixtapes, yeah, the millions of views, and all. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Look at this guy. Oh, he's this from seven Australia. footer that's, has such great handles. Cool. That'll translate into the NBA, right? Yeah, and then yeah, exactly. And then I I on I was remember the draft day. I was uh I was in school and I was we had a substitute teacher, um for the class I had. It was multimedia, and usually substitute teachers don't give a crap what you do in the computer room, um but this one did. Uh so I basically had to discreetly watch the NBA draft on a YouTube stream at school, which I did. It was fine. He didn't catch me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we got to the 10th pick, and I'm like, are we going to take Deonta Davis? Are we going to take, you know, who, yeah. I don't know, who are we going to take? I was looking at Draft Express, and I was checking it out, and then it's like, Draft Express says Thon Maker, and I was thinking, that's wrong. Okay, whatever. I ignore it. And yeah. then Adam Silver walks out with this big, bald head, the slap head looking dude, and he goes, with the 10th pick in the draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select... Thon Maker, and I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what is this?" I thought it was yeah. a joke. No, I remember. Everybody gave me shit for it because I remember Woj reporting it uh, the day of, because all all the mock drafts and everything had someone else, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think it was Jakob Pertl was the name that I always saw. Yeah, the Raptors in took 10. him. Yep. 
I didn't like him. I remember a while ago, on there was a draft where I said, I don't like Jakob Pertl. He looks like a pudgy white guy who's not going to get anything done. And somebody yeah. said, I want you in my war room. Yeah, no, I uh, I, I definitely was not on the Pertl wagon, and now I watch him Neither. play, and I was like, he's such a useful player. Um, yeah, so I remember hearing that they were going to pick Thon Maker from, from Woj, and I was just thinking, like, oh my god, this is such a reach. But then, you know, I kind of got sold on the idea of this 3 and D prospect to play center, yeah, you know, and space the floor for Giannis and just block shots. And, and, and at times he's looked like that player, and then other times mm. he's looked like the worst player in the league. But yeah, I remember I, yeah. convincing myself that it was okay. I, I probably had a similar sort of convincing myself process. It wasn't an easy way to accept it, but it did. And, you know, we don't draft Thon. We don't have Thon Patrol, you know. Yeah, we don't, exactly. I don't put that initial photo of me on the Reddit in those shirts <laughs> with my mates. You think of, you think about what Thon has actually done for us as a community, and it's really a lot. Yeah, what... Uh, so, tell me about the Thon Patrol. I mean, you posted... Like you said, you posted a photo <laughs> of yourself. Ago, yeah. uh, were you... You had to have been, what, eight? just 18? Just seven, turned 18. That just was, turned 18. Uh, it was my mate Marcus. I think it was his birthday party or something. We were at his place. It was his 18th as well. Or it might have been New Year's. I don't know. But it was at his place, and we were all, you know, we are all drinking. It was a good time. And we all brought our Thon Patrol legal shirts. There. Legal there. Oh, it was legal, yeah. We 16, all brought our Thon... 18? 18, 18. Okay. We all brought our Thon Patrol, the original Thon Patrol shirts, the short sleeve ones, not the warm-ups for our mm-hmm, team. Yeah. Um, and we all posed for a photo, and we were all pretty hungover in the morning, which is why everyone was like, you guys look like a bunch of depressed 13 Yeah, no one's smiling, right. no one is I, I Look, here's the thing about the iconic photos are never scripted, you know what I'm saying? This is true. And that's a pretty iconic photo. The story of the shirts is better, though, so... Um, we got those shirts initially to to because we were invited to a birthday party for a guy who we weren't really friends with him. Um, we just kind of were going along to be nice, or whatever. We gave him twenty bucks and a card for a present. I'm not going to name names because it wouldn't make any difference. But yeah, we I would like, know who okay, it is. So we we got a his name's Gerald. So his name is Gerald for the sake of the story. Yeah. Uh, and we had already established Thon Patrol as our group chat, just me and the guys in the photo. Because it started off as Thought Patrol, we drafted Thon, Thon Patrol. It's been like that for years. It's a good time. <laughs> a, um, a really like, logical progression on the name. It's there. a logical progression. Um, and so we're like, what do we do? I'm like, I, I'm, I'm talking to my mate Angus, who's posted on the Reddit a couple times. I think his name is Snell Take the Wheel or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I, I, think <laughs> I know Flying Snell is, yeah. is Jesus, yeah. And so he, he's, I'm talking to him, and I'm like, all right. What if we got Thon Patrol shirts and we all went to the party in Thon Patrol shirts? And he's like, "That's a great idea." And we do a, get a little bit of a quote. It, would, it was like forty bucks total plus shipping for four custom shirts, nice and soft. Great deal. And <laughs> Angus and I, we 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 burden the cost. It's twenty bucks each, pretty much. We got the shirts in time the day before the party, and we all we, we all get to my place before to take some pre, to have some pre drinks because his eight, this guy's eighteenth birthday was no drinking, which was really weird. You know, had a piñata, but there was no drinking, and it was mm-hmm. it was kind of childish. We all show up twenty minutes late. Sounds fun you know, as, as an old grumpy a, dude. That's not like a, yeah. No drinking a piñata still kind of sounds fun to me. Fair enough, but we show up twenty minutes late after a couple of drinks and some shots, and it's pretty obvious. We caught the train there and everything, and we knock on the door, and there's very conservative Jewish parents answer the door, and there's these four, you know smelly white dudes in shirts with a black eye on the front. <laughs> and we're just like, can I help you? We go, we were invited by, by Gerald. 
And then he comes to the door, he's like, oh, hey guys, come in, and the parents are very reluctant to let us in. But we go in, and it was a great time, because, you know, we made our own thing out of it. So, you have... That's the, how I got the shirts. You have yeah. the, the Thon Patrol. I, I do like that you also said that that photo's iconic. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's right up there with Tank Man and Falling Man and all those iconic photos that yeah, like if you forever. Actually, if you live in China, um, if you Google Thon Patrol... Much like Tiananmen Square, it won't show you the photo. <laughs> uh, that's... Their intranet is very sensitive to God. white people. That is so funny. I'm so glad you said that. Um, <laughs> so you so you had the Thon Patrol. Were your friends initially on board with the Bucks no, and they Thon were not. Maker? Oh, okay. okay, okay. That's a great question. So I was the only Bucks fan. Angus is a long-time Spurs slash Heat fan. He's kind of been casual there. John is a fan of the Cavs because of his dad, and Marcus doesn't know anything about the NBA, but his favorite player is Jabari. Um, okay, cool. That's, that's cool. Um, yeah, they weren't very on board with Thon because I was trying to sell it to them as a joke. Like, come on, guys, a lanky seven-foot dark guy from Australia in a really strange city in the middle of America playing for my favorite team. What's not to love about this? And they're like, well, first of all, I don't really care about the NBA, so there you go. Um, and also, they just... I don't know, they didn't think it was as funny as I as I did. Um, but we eventually got the name to go over to Thon Patrol for the group chat. Um, because we had some classic photoshops in there. I think I got some on my computer, I don't know. Um, and then they, they got on board with it after some laughs. And then from there, everything kind of happened as it did. We made the shirts for the party. We, we kind of became the Thon Patrol boys. Everyone kind of knew us as that at school for a bit. Um, that was fun. At the Year 12 Formal, we had a photo booth where it would... Um, take like four photos you know one two three four and it would print them out for you we did that where we all spelt um thon t-h-o-m with our hands in each frame um but it reverses it mirrors the image so it's spelt backwards oh okay so there's four photos in a row of us spelling out thon you know t-h-o-n across each photos but it's backwards it was a good <laughs> attempt though it was fun we had to hog the machine from like 40 other people just to get that done it took four tries before we realized <laughs> it's mirroring the photos they're somewhere downstairs i think i can send you a photo later if you want yeah definitely so i'll try find them and so now the thon patrol has gone from just your little group of uh weird, to an weird internationally friends. recognized basketball team <laughs> yeah exactly it's more uh, or less i mean it's, it's not it's got wrong. FIBA recognition i think it it does it does um, so yeah, we, we were making the team, my mates and I, Tyler and I kind of in charge of the whole thing. Um, the, the league gives you uniforms, they make custom uniforms for you, the one we joined, and so we're like, okay, um, what do we want to design it after? Probably an NBA team, and everyone was kind of against the Bucks, because it was clear bias that I wanted the Bucks uniform. So I'm like, okay, well let's drop that for now, we were thinking like old school Nuggets, or old school Hawks, and be called the Cockatoos, or something like that. Um, none of it really stuck though. And then they kind of caught wind, because at the time it was just John, Marcus, Angus, and myself as Thumb Patrol. No one else really knew about it, um, in terms of the group chat, more or less. And so we, um, they, they kind of caught wind of it, and they're like, well, let's just call it Thon Patrol. And I was like, okay, we can, you can take that name and we'll be Thon Patrol if we use the Bucks uniforms. And they all agreed, and we never looked back, because the uniforms look so good. You being um, the charismatic leader that you are, you can. I am. Them I am the team captain. I I paid the fees. I made the deal. You know, we're actually the favorite team of the guys who run the comp. They're always rooting for us. The guys love us. They're so funny. Um, 
we don't get preferential treatment, unfortunately, but they do love us there. It's it's super evident. We're the nicest guys in the league, apparently. Um, and we have the best-looking uniforms. The guy who designed them, he messaged me, he sent me an email, he's like, this is the mock-ups. I think you guys have the best uniform. And I was like, well, yes, mate, of course we do. We're Thon Patrol, but thanks anyway. How does that? How does the Thon Patrol do knowing that you have a, a seven, like a true seven-footer? Like, uh, we in do, a, as in, not like, as competitive. Yeah, like how... Oh, we do pretty well. We're three and four. Um, we lost one game because Callum fouled out, and we lost the other game because we were short two players and everyone was having a really bad day. Um, the other team was also kind of a bunch of dickheads as well. They were being bullies, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Um, the rest didn't like them, the owners didn't like them. They were just douches, so we kind of got demeaned a bit. Um, like, I, I actually... I didn't get any fouls that game, as in I didn't get any fouls against me, but I got home and there were scratches all down the side of my back. Dang. Which, so it was pretty bad. So I was pretty upset about that whole game. Everybody was really annoyed. Um, they kind of ruined the whole fun of the game. Like, losing's okay. We do want to have fun when we play, but those guys took the fun out of it. Um, so the two games we've lost have been because of, like, you know, other reasons. When we, when we do all play together well, we're undefeated. So... I mean, if you ignore the losses, we're 3-0, and so, I mean, come <laughs> on, you, guys. If you pretend we didn't lose, we are undefeated. Oh, yeah. So, exactly. you have this dedication to, to Thon Maker and everything. He's yep. he's from Australia. He's kind of, you know, his build... He's a cult from, phenomenon. Yeah, exactly. So, is it hard for you to watch these, you know, this no, current season and watch him struggle? Like, does it... It is not. It is great. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> It's, I mean, it sucks to see him struggle from a personal standpoint for him. You know, I want to see him succeed. I'm sure he's a great guy. But it's also kind of funny because then worst case scenario is when people see us as Thorn Patrol as a team, um, it becomes kind of like a Kwame Brown situation where it's yeah. like everybody jokes, he's the goat. It's the same thing. So it's just it just becomes satire. Yeah. It's a, it's a foolproof plan. <laughs> so if he's really good, then it, you guys are... You know, leading, leading the way, you're the first people on the Thon Patrol wagon, but if it doesn't exactly. work out, then it We're flips and it becomes funny. Okay. Yeah. So we, I, I did think about this before. I've even thought about if he gets traded or free agency or, I mean... Yeah, what do you do then? Fine. Do you get new colored so uniforms? So if, if he gets traded, we become a throwback homage team, homage team, or however you say it. <laughs> um, if he leaves in free agency, then... Um, I don't know, probably the same sort of thing, to be honest. Kind of like, you know, Brandon Jennings, yeah. you know, Bucks and Six is kind of like an homage thing to him. I mean, he's back now, but when he left, you know, he was still a bit of a legend. It's the same yeah. premise, you know. It's for the culture. Exactly. It's it's, it's a Bucks culture thing. Thon Maker, at, at best, is an MVP. At worst, is a cult phenomenon, cultural <laughs> icon in Milwaukee. So, Speaking of cultural icons in yeah. Milwaukee, uh, yes. you, you yourself, even your Twitter bio, it's a little bit braggy but i'm actually <laughs> oh, like kind time. of on board with it uh small time celebrity in uh in, in some wisconsin. parts of wisconsin yeah so yeah. you and you've kind of you've kind of forced it <laughs> you've i have forced absolutely. yourself um, to be uh to be recognized <laughs> at least on, on reddit and you know putting your face out there you know yeah. you've you've requested this, like, to have your face I'm be a saying, flare and everything. i'm not saying that i've you know cut the line but it absolutely did not happen naturally yeah so. you know some of the some of the best things in life probably were forced so oh yeah penicillin that's another good one <laughs> yeah thorough trial and error yeah i think of jethro barnes i think of penicillin for a number of different reasons so 
exactly uh so what is it what's kind of been the weirdest or the the funniest or the coolest thing about being recognized you know by complete strangers on the complete opposite side of the country or the the world (laughs) i mean um well the funnest part is telling people that i knew people who i meet that i'm a minor celebrity and then telling them all about you know the whole thing and they go that's hilarious especially when we get new people at work it's the best um because they, they eat it up. They're like, wow. Because they want to fit in when they're new to work, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I tell yeah. them all these things, and they go, that's so amazing. I may exaggerate a little bit to them. They think you're so much cooler than in Oh, reality. yeah. But really, I'm just, I'm no more popular than the block of text that I post every now and then. So, <laughs> um, But the weirdest thing? <sighs> Weird as in, like, unsettling to me, or as in, like, I would have never seen this coming? I don't know. Whichever one's the better story. Okay, fair enough. Um, probably, so this was a while ago, um, I don't know if he's still on the subreddit, it would have been a year ago, maybe a little more, he wrote a paragraph article on one of my posts that I made, I don't even remember what the post was, um, but it was like, you know, three paragraphs, like a thousand words or something of him telling me, like a hypothetical situation, if I ever come to Milwaukee, he'll hang out with me and I can eat it. He's, his mum owns McDonald's restaurants, I think he said. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, and we'll, we'll go eat Maccas and we'll hang out and you stay at mine, we'll smoke weed. And I was, you know, a little bit estranged from it. And then he starts going into like, yeah, and you come during this season, all the guy, all the women's husbands go out hunting and you can come with me to the bars and we'll go out and look for MILFs. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then my comment to the whole thing, this is like, he wrote a lot. My comment reply was come again and he's like sorry i took a whole bunch of adhd and wrote that and went to bed so so yeah that like it borderlines on almost strange like that was super strange to me because this guy basically invited me to go smoke weed fly across the country and and find attractive older women i i think he's been i don't know i can't find his account anymore well he's in he's invited to to come on the podcast and tell his side of the story. That's, that's I'd what love I think. him too. I have nothing against him. It was a strange <laughs> invite. It was, he's a lovely guy. Is I'm there sure. is is it weird knowing that you have uh, a, your face on your face and your Thon Patrol jersey on a pillow that's currently at someone in America's home? Is that weird to you? No. If you if for people that no. don't that Not don't know, I made a uh, a, a Photoshop. I took a photo of jethro playing basketball with the thon patrol and kind of turned it into like an old school baseball or old school basketball card and put it on t-shirts which is mom. it's on the back of my phone i got a sticker um <laughs> and i got one on my laptop at uni as well so and your mom is our is the most is she probably oh my god paid for my, my rent in december so uh, she bought um a hardcover notebook for my grand for christmas <laughs> and a t-shirt for my grandpa the four stickers um yeah, she bought up. She was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." <laughs> she loves it. She's a very supportive mom. So yeah, and and now it it's you bought it as a gift for Se- in Secret Santa. At least I part. did. I did. Yeah. So so now someone in I don't remember exactly who it was, but they have. Um, oh, it was. Should I say the username? Is that wrong? Do you think? I think it's probably, probably okay. Yeah. It was cheesy Gordita Crunch. I oh, think okay. He he or she lives in Portland. Perfect. Yeah, and so it's not even in Wisconsin, so it makes even yeah. less sense. <laughs> and if you signed up for that that Secret Santa, I think the f- last thing you expected to get was a, a pillow, a pillow for one, and then yeah. of some strange Australian teenager uh, yeah. <laughs> on it. So, That's half the fun, you know. Yeah. Um, so, 
you did get the invitation. You've gotten a lot of invitations actually from people who say, you know, uh, come to Milwaukee and we'll, yes. we'll we'll treat you to it. And uh, I get a lot. I get a lot of them. There is um, an up, an upcoming game, uh, April ah. 9th, which we want to remind people about the Milwaukee Bucks fan night. Uh, yes. The Milwaukee Bucks subreddit is meet up. Yeah. Has two sections reserved. You can buy discounted tickets. I think it ends up being bucks. about thirty bucks. Uh, For me, it was forty because of the currency. Because the exchange rate, those yeah. darn exchange rates. Uh, so if you yes. go to the link, go to go to Reddit, the the Bucks Reddit, you'll see it immediately. Uh, one of our mods has posted it at every possible place that you can find. Uh, yeah, the code that soup is on top of it. Yeah, the the code is uh, Bucks in six, all lowercase. And you can get a discount, and you can get to meet a lot of these people, including... Including yours truly. I'm Jethro coming, Barnes. boys and girls. I'm on the way. Um, it's all happening. It's a very, It was a very um, spur-of-the-moment decision last week that I made, or maybe it was a bit before. Uh, so I don't have my passport yet. I lodged it today. I paid the express fees. I get it next week. I'm booking my tickets tomorrow, boys and girls. It's all happening. Um, it's all I do, happening. I do, I do want to give a shout-out to Greek Alphabet Soup. He convinced me to do this. He's, he's been so helpful. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's made light of the situation. He's like, look, this is more or less a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Um, and he's telling me all this, this great stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see if I can do it. And, you know, I can afford it. It's, it's going to go well. My annual leave is approved. I'm on the way. Uh, I believe I fly out on the 4th of April to Appleton, where Greek I'll be beating Greek Alphabet Soup. Um, so I'll be with him for a while, I think for a few days or something, and then we're going to come on down to Milwaukee, where I will stay in Milwaukee for a couple nights at a hotel. Um, and then I'm headed back to Appleton to fly out on like the 14th or something. So third or, um, like 11 or 12 days I'll be there. Yeah, and so you, your first time leaving first time the overseas. country, exactly, and you get to go to, I, I mean, I, I to, you know, I know that there, North America and the U.S. has a lot to offer, you know, there's L.A. and there's New York City and, and there's Wendy's, and, and there's, there's Wendy's at, at, yep. in Milwaukee, so, uh, yeah, hopefully, that's why I was looking it up, hopefully you'll get some, <laughs> you were looking it up for that. Hopefully you'll yep. get some Wendy's, and hopefully you'll get to see a lot of the uh, the sights. I don't, I don't know. I do. I'm, I do want to I'm talking out of my stuff. out of my ass. I don't know anything about Wisconsin, but um, I'm sure there's good stuff there. There is. I, I've a, a big thing for me is um, I really want to try all the exclusive USA fast foods. So yeah. there's a Chick Fil A in Kenosha. I'm told. Ooh. There's that's you know, my that's my thing right there. Chick Fil A. I, I moved to California a little bit about a year and a half ago and i had never had chick-fil-a before because i don't have it in montana and i tell oh, you yeah. man that that will change your life it's a life change oh. it's a life-changing fast food so i've heard it's not also, as good outside yeah. of california but uh what? i, 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 I mean, got my got fingers crossed on a good feel. Five on google there google you go reviews for the one in kenosha so i also want to try um popeye's uh, Alex Hopper, everybody's yep. favorite girl box, has been telling me all about it. And I see his Snapchats, and I'm like, oh my god. Alex is I a want some Popeyes. Alex is a bit of an elitist when it comes to fried chicken, man. Like, he oh, okay. don't talk to him about Zaxby's or any of those other fried chicken restaurants. He is a uh, Popeyes guy through and through. 
And if you just infer that maybe there's a better fried chicken fast food place, he'll he'll just unfriend you and he won't speak to you because he he's a lifer for Popeyes, man. I think it's because it's the Louisiana kitchen and he's from Louisiana, so I think yeah, I think it's mostly yeah, yeah. There's a place in uh, in Iowa. I think it's south of Wisconsin. I'm not too sure. (laughs) Yes. Um, but it's called Jethro's Jambalaya and Barbecue Grill. (laughs) And for a couple of years, my mates and I have all joked about going there, and I want to see if I can somehow get to Jethro's Jambalaya and Grill, um, Barbecue Grill or whatever, and eat there. So if anybody has any suggestions on how to do that, or wants to come with me, let me know, because it seems like a tricky tricky trip. There might be an, it, a train or something that goes there. There might be, but I, I'll, it'll be just me. I'm, I'm the only one flying out, so... Yeah. I don't know much. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I guess uh, it's going to be interesting. You're going to get to go to Wisconsin for the first time. Mm. You're going to get to leave the country for the first time, and you're going to get to see a Bucks game for the first time. So Hell I'm excited yeah. for you. I can't, unfortunately, make it. Uh, but, yeah, if you haven't bought your, bought your tickets yet, uh, be sure to buy them because you'll, this might be your only chance to meet small-time celebrity Jethro Barnes. That's right. So, come get a photo. Come get a signature. Bring your fan gear. Bring it, yep, bring it, bring it all. <laughs> I already bought some sharpies and sent them to you guys, so he's ready to sign some autographs. Uh, I'm ready. He might, you know, maybe he'll get drafted. You know, who knows? He's, he's, he's I think he's already technically a free agent because he's already one year removed from high school. But yes, so I am going to send in that thing to the NBA before the draft, where Perfect. I can actually apply for the draft. Perfect. <laughs> I'll, um, I'm going to do some research and then put a post on the Reddit probably <laughs> when I get that all sorted out. Because then when I don't get drafted, I'm officially a free agent, and I can retire at 60. I have the longest <laughs> NBA career in history. I like it. By default. So, to see Jethro, you got to go to bucks.com slash bucks and enter the code BUCKSIN6. Uh, That's This right. is going to be released on Wednesday the 21st. This is the last day to reserve your ticket, so... You can still use that promo code, and you'll get the discounted tickets, but uh, you aren't guaranteed a spot. In Section 421 or 420. Yeah, exactly, in Section 420 or 421. So uh, get your tickets soon. There's going to be a ton of free giveaways. It's Fan Appreciation Night. There's going to be the opportunity to take a group photo and watch watch the guys warm up before the game so it should be fun jethro's making the trip up there so if you haven't bought your tickets yet do it i'll be offended if everybody doesn't he yeah jethro is flying about three thousand miles or maybe it's maybe it's further than that i'm not entirely sure but he's it's flying a, a lot of thousand miles to come see this so if you're in Appleton or Oshkosh or one of those other funny... Sa- Walk. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, that's my favorite one. <laughs> or any of those funny uh, Wisconsin... Funny names. Wisconsin towns that they make uh, they make the Bucks players pronounce in, during halftime. Eau Claire. If, yeah, Eau Claire. Yeah, there you go. It's... Uh, see, I just Googled it on... Lacrosse, dis- Racine, Kenosha, yeah. Janesville, Warsaw, Oshkosh, Waukesha... Sheboygan, Sheboygan, Pontiac, yeah, Beloit, yep. West Bend. <laughs> That's a good one. There's one called Superior. If you're from Superior, let me know. Wow, I want to live there. Mayor <laughs> Jim, the mayor is Jim Payne. That is badass. There's a place called Middleton. Hit me up if you're from Middleton. Wow, 
Sorry, there's just a lot of cool names. This is a yeah. One thing I've noticed about Milwaukee is that they have a lot of uh, fun named towns. And what I was gonna say, I was gonna look up the distance from Sydney to Milwaukee. Yeah. And it initially wouldn't even give me the answer because I think it was too far. I just didn't want to do the math itself. But there's um it's Milwaukee's four- evil twin, Pearwalkie. That's a good one. <laughs> it's fourteen thousand eight hundred sixty-six kilometers. Which kilometers? I was about to ask. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know the conversion, but I assume that's just a hair under two million miles. So, um, it's going to be a long distance if if you're in Wisconsin and, and you have that time off. Or if you're you're close enough to do it one night, you should definitely do it and meet meet Jethro there. Um, oh, be a special day. It, it will be a special day, and I think it's something that is going to be fun. I mean, take take photos and post it to Reddit, Ooh. and yeah, I mean it's it's not going to be an opportunity that comes often, at least you know to have Jethro there. So you should definitely do that, uh, Jethro. We have just a couple more things to touch on. We've almost already hit an hour now. Jesus. Uh, I know. Uh, we kind of just went off Sorry, on Joe. random things. Joe is not going to be happy with, that we've barely talked about the Bucks, but Joe real... will never miss another podcast again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, real quick, you know, so we mentioned him earlier. Brandon Jennings has signed yep. his second 10 day contract. Uh, after this, the Bucks will either have to say goodbye once again and he'll return into the free agency pool. I believe his rights will return to the Wisconsin herd, but I'm not 100% sure of that. But they have the option to either let him go or sign him for the rest of the year. Uh, Jethro, what have you seen from Brandon Jennings? And outside of just the nostalgia, what's it like to see him out there on the court? A lot of excitement. Um, so, obviously the first game, there was that near triple-double. That's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. I would never have called that. He has, um, from memory, I mean, I could check some box scores, but from memory, he's not, you know, put up those numbers again. But I, I do feel like he brings a lot of energy, you know, because this, this guy, Brandon, he clearly wants to be on the Bucks, you know. Yeah, Even if it's just for agree. a little bit more. He, he loves it, you know. He's, he's been all around the world. He's played in different leagues. I think he's gotten to a point in his career where he realizes, look, why not Milwaukee? You know, the people yep. here love me. I'm a bit of a cultural icon. I can still play some basketball, be a bit of a veteran. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a faster Jason Terry in a sense, you know, in a spiritual sense. Yeah. Faster physically, but you know, the same spiritually. You know, and I think what he what he actually does for the team is quite. It, it's it's good, you know. I don't know yeah. why I was going with that, but it's good. Point is, it's good. You know, he can space the floor if he needs to. You know, from a strategical standpoint. He can dish the rock. There's no problem there. But he also he also kind of brings up the spirits a little bit of the team. He just he goes out of there and he just does what he does and he balls. You know he may not be the same as he was a long time ago. He's probably not going to put up 55 again. But I mean, but it's I feel Brandon like the last Jennings. So games, I think I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he randomly put up a 50 point game just because. Oh, I wouldn't be su- I wouldn't be surprised if Brandon Jennings did a backflip dunk at this point. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You know, with with what I've seen from him. It's it really says a lot about just how starved the Bucks have been for just a competent backup point guard. They haven't really been able to have anyone play point guard, you know, with Brogdon and Delhi out for long stretches. So they've been trotting out a little bit of Sterling Brown. Jason Terry yes. has been taking up a bunch as like a de facto defensive point guard at least. So it's real. The point guard responsibility has really fallen squarely on mostly Eric Bledsoe and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, 
to hmm. see just to have a, another ball handler. I mean, you know, as great as as Sterling Brown has been his rookie year, he can't really dribble. Tony Snell can't really dribble. There's lots of guys who can't really dribble, bring the ball up the court, and facilitate. So just to have someone who's at least competent, I think has really shown to be valuable because they've definitely needed someone to do that. Yeah. So my my one concern with Brandon Jennings is he is still a bit of a turnstile on defense, which the last thing yeah. the Bucks need is another one of those. I, in the last couple <laughs> couple games, Prunty has rolled out a a combo of Thon Maker, Jabari Parker, and Brandon Jennings, and uh, it doesn't really sit well on defense. <laughs> they've been rightfully torched a few times, so uh, yeah, they got smoked. I think I think and I think you're probably in agreement. I think most people are in agreement that if he continues to just play in a very limited role and and goes out and tries, he's definitely worth the risk of taking him on for the rest of the year because it's pretty much low risk and really they just need healthy bodies at point guard right now. So Yeah. So I I I think that he'll be back for the rest of the contract for the rest of the season. Do you agree? I I I think so too. I'd like to see it as well, you know. Whether it does or doesn't, it's something I do want to see. Yeah. You know, imagine that. Imagine you know the playoffs this year, given we don't completely go defunct and die and then <laughs> drop out. But imagine having Brandon Jennings in the playoffs this year. The yeah. memes. Oh boy. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe we'll That's get another bonus. There's a good chance that the Bucks could actually face LeBron again, and we could have another Bucks in in six proclamation. And hopefully, this one would end a little bit better than the uh, swept swept in four games, but. So right. speaking of LeBron, uh, we the Bucks squeaked out a game against the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, yes. one, of the, one of the league's uh, worst teams. Which so get, I think they call themselves the Cicadas now on their Reddit. Yeah, the Cicadas. The yeah, Cicadas. yeah. They're yeah. they say that they're not they're not tanking. Uh, no, they're not tanking. The Hawks are tanking. Tank. The Cicadas are making a championship <laughs> run. Yeah, they're they're retooling while remaining competitive. Uh, yeah. They barely squeaked the out against statement. the Hawks after getting just absolutely embarrassed by the Orlando Magic. So it's been a really bad three-game stretch for the Bucks. And then just the other night we saw LeBron, the King, you know, kind of having his way with the entire Bucks team. He had yeah. uh, 40 points, <laughs> 10 assists, and 12 rebounds. Guarded primarily from, you know, a switch of... LeBron LeBron is mostly getting guarded by Giannis with some rotations onto Chris and uh, when he wasn't being guarded by Giannis and even when he was being guarded by Giannis he pretty much had Did his way with the Bucks. It uh, was very offensive what he did to us. I took personal offense. Yeah, and as a, a LeBron hater, a self-pronounced LeBron I used hater. to be. I think as a person he's fantastic as a basketball player. He's a legend. I just he was, I had to use, you know, look, think of it like this. If I wasn't initially a LeBron header, I wouldn't be here speaking to you now. So don't <laughs> get true. too, don't get too on your high horse too much. <laughs> so we, we have LeBron to thank for, for yeah, the, pretty the much, Jethro you know? experience. Greatness inspires greatness. What can I say? <laughs> and, you know, he is the king. He's the chosen one. These are all self-pronounced. Yep. Just like he gave himself these nicknames, you made yourself into a, I'm a self-made man. A Wisconsin so icon. It was guns and icon. You're Put right, that on the resume. Right up there with uh, Brett Favre and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers probably. Brandon Jennings. You know. Yeah, yeah. Those 
when, I think, <laughs> when I think of the Mount Rushmore of Milwaukee, it's Brandon Jennings, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, and Jethro Barnes. Exactly. What? Who is on the Mount Rushmore? I know that you know. I feel so unqualified to be talking about this because I mean, neither, I, I'm because neither one of us have ever well. <laughs> have ever been there. But oh, I'm gonna beat you to Wisconsin. You are. Yep, you are. Why? Uh, I didn't realize. Oh my god. I guess. Okay. This is this is what I would say. So Kareem has to be on there, right? Kareem's on there. He won us the ring. He did yep. it. So Big boy gotta, Kareem, the captain. It's got to be Kareem, and it's got to be Favre, and I think. I think Rodgers is probably up there now. Favre was um, NFL, right? He played for the Packers and then kind of let his career die with the Vikings. Am I right in that? Or he had, he had one very good year with the Vikings in which he beat the Packers both times. Oh. And then the following year, uh, Aaron Rodgers got him back and beat him twice. So Hell yeah. Rodgers, Rodgers and Favre are 2-2. Two and two. They split the, the career series against each other. But it was a very bad time to be a, a Packers fan when when Brett Favre went to the Vikings, but he ended his career on a pretty low note. So uh, yeah. at the time, it was pretty satisfying to see him go down. I won't, <laughs> I won't lie about that. But the wounds have healed. We've we've embraced him. He, we've welcomed him you know, back. So the the good memories are still alive. <laughs> the good memories that, are, are still I'm... alive, and the fact that Rodgers was so successful filling in for yeah. him after it kind of eased the pain of of losing him. So so it'd be. Kareem, Favre, Rogers, and then Jethro Barnes, and then me. Yeah. Well, that's what we said before. <laughs> no, we we had Brandon Jennings originally. Oh, we did have Brandon yeah. Jennings. Yeah. And you only get four heads on a rush for. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. I mean, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, I think if you make it in top four, I think you you've done pretty well. I I mean, I don't really have much left to do in this life, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad that I could uh, help you hit that goal to be on that Mount Rushmore. I think everybody's helped me hit that goal. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for everybody's support. <laughs> That's very true, and you've been a uh, pretty valuable member of the online Bucks community, uh, especially on Reddit, and also, mm. you know, you're not so active on Twitter, but... Um, I, pr- I I have spurts on Twitter where I'll have a dumb idea and then say it, and then I go, That's hilarious, and then I realize the next day that it was the dumbest thing I could have said. And you tweet it and then delete it. That's kind of what I do every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, so if if people want to follow you and keep up with you, it's that you've made it incredibly easy. Yep. <laughs> Search for Jethro Barnes and whatever uh, social If you literally media put my name in Google, you'll find all my social media, I think. Maybe even my Instagram, which is a bad idea. Do not follow that. Um, yeah, yes, let's see. Uh, I have Twitter so comes up first Twitter. and then Ancestry.com. So Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, it's all there. I literally put my name in. Oh, if you search my name, the top image searches are literally the merch of me. Yeah, um, I was just about to say that. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I've made it. Su- support the show and support uh, Jethro Barnes. Google his name. Uh, click on the image of him playing basketball and then buy one of those shirts on T Public. I found or, my LinkedIn. I didn't even realize I had a LinkedIn. <laughs> buy a shirt or a mug or a pillow. I have if, a mug as well. If you're kind of weird. So, I drink out of it in front of customers. <laughs> and are they impressed? <laughs> uh, three people have noticed. Two were impressed. One thought I was a dickhead. <laughs> I think that's probably the general ratio of the people that meet you too. So. Two to three is not bad. Two to that's three. That's 66.6 repeat percent. So. Exactly. That's a pass on an exam. <laughs> that is a D grade. I think it's a credit. I 
I wouldn't know, man. Oh yeah, he has a different ranking system. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it goes so. it goes past credit, distinction, high distinction. So it's credit. Well, Jethro, I give this podcast the highest distinction. Wouldn't highest you agree? distinction. I yeah. would say this has probably been the greatest episode thus far. I would think so too. Uh, this has been a very cultural episode for yeah. the very special listeners out there. We're, we're bridging is, bridging a divide a, and yeah. crossing an ocean to get perspective, and I think we've grown and learned from it. We have. There's a lot of a lot of things that people wouldn't expect to hear. They have mm-hmm. heard, but they're not worse off for it. I think they're better off for it. I, I like to think so too. Yeah, so, I've I've declared that they're better off anyway. <laughs> so it's too late. So Jethro, uh, I appreciate you coming on and being my co-host since uh, Joe is off doing other things. Uh, we'll have to have you on again sometime, maybe during playoffs or absolutely uh, the off season. This has been fun. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy busy schedule to come talk to me yeah no problem i know it's like 2 p.m where you are so you should probably it's actually 3 44 now it's oh, a great okay. time yeah yeah so it's, it's about it's about dinner time so i will let you go and we will uh talk to you here soon thanks again absolutely no worries happy to do it